God's kind. And he, in, in fact, he's perfect in his kindness. But I'll tell you the one thing as a kid, a teenager, a young adult, that I realized that I knew God was real because I prayed for stuff and God answered that. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. And now your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Well, welcome to the One Cry Podcast. We're so glad that you're here. It really is an honor uh, for us to host. I'm Kyle Reno. This is Bill Elif, and uh, that you keep coming back every week blows our minds. Yeah, so right. we're glad to be here, and we've been in this awesome uh, series. We felt the Lord really prompted us to look at all kinds of praying, mm-hmm. to look through the Scripture and see different ways. You know, we've, we've looked at, and we will look at faith-filled praying, and what does it look like to Pray uh, a surrendered kind of praying mm-hmm. and a repentant uh, prayer. Yeah, man, all, all that. And yeah. there's so much we could do this series and start all over. Yeah, that really was, could. Uh, but today we're going to look at some thankful praying. Yeah, thankful praying. You know, I, I was just thinking, uh, Kyle, I, I live, I had a guy that lived next to me for years right. who, uh, bless his heart, was was uh, one of the most bitter men <laughs> I ever met in my life. Right. And and it was tragic, wow. and and I I didn't get I, I wasn't mad at him, but but it was just such a tra you know to, to live a grumpy life, man. Yeah, it's terrible for you, and and it's terrible for everybody around you. Right. And the remedy for that, the antidote mm-hmm. for that, is to come to Christ, obviously. <laughs> right, yeah. But then to recognize who God is yeah. and live a live a grateful life. Yeah, it's no it's no life at all. I mean, oh, like there. There's no joy. There, there's no perspective. I mean, I'm saying that as one. When I get into that that funk, you know, where mm-hmm. I where I find myself, it's because I've lost sight of the goodness of God. Yeah, and and that and that plays out practically in how we pray. How we pray. So uh, recently, uh, just in my normal Bible reading, I came up, uh, upon Psalm 92. Now, now listen to these first verses. It says, "It is good." To give thanks to the Lord. It's just good. I mean, uh, you say, well, that's a bad thing to do. That's a unproductive. No, no, it's good. Th- this is one of the best things you can do. Mm-hmm. And to illustrate that, uh, David says in this psalm, it's good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, o-, o Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. Mm-hmm. Now this just to me when I read this it just it just bookended the day for right. me, and uh, that in the morning, I, first thing I, I want to declare that you are I love this word loving kindness that you are loving, and that you are kind. You know I remember one time years ago I was listening to a pastor that I love, uh, Josh Smith. And he, he, he did a message on just the kindness of God. And he said, you know, for years and years, I, I knew God was this and this and this. I just didn't know he was kind. God's kind. Mm. And he in, in fact, he's perfect in his kindness. Mm. So, so what a beautiful thing. And, and I, you know, just the Lord has prompted me to do this every morning since I read this verse, before I get out of bed, to just stop and say, Lord, uh, I want to declare something. Mm-hmm. All day long, you're going to be loving. 
And all day long, you're kind. And I thank you for that. I praise you for that. Everything counter I'm going to have, regardless of what's happening, regardless of evil, regardless of people and how they respond, your, your loving kindness is there all day long. And then to come at the end of the day and uh, sing of your faithfulness that, sure enough, you've done exactly what you said you would do. You've been exactly who you said you are. You have accomplished your will. And, uh, and just to give thanks. And, and I was reading uh, this morning about the Levites that were appointed by by God, First uh, Chronicles twenty three, and it says the Levites. I want them every day to give thanks and praise in the temple in the morning, and then to do likewise in the evening. And I, th- I thought there it is again. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just this this day, every day, not some days. Right. Not when you feel like it, not when it's a bright and sunshiny spring day outside. No, when it's storming, when it's dark, when it's cold, when, when there's troubles. I want you every day to get up and give thanks in the morning and praise. And there's something about this that, that puts you in the right frame of mind, right? I mean, it gives you perspective. You, you, you're not listening to the enemy who's saying this is going to be a terrible day. God is a terrible God. You're terrible, uh, et cetera. Everything is against you. No, you're starting out the day and you're saying, Lord, you're full of loving kindness. And I just want to start this day praising you and thanking you and then coming to the end of the day and doing the same. And and. Kyle, this is not just a Old Testament right. uh, prescription. Right. I mean, and everything give thanks for right. Thessalonians That's right. five, uh, Philippians four. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about anything. Right. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, right. Right. let your requests be made known yeah. unto God. It's a it's a discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is because if you'll decide to give God the time to be grateful, mm-hmm. it'll it will actually help you see the whole day differently. Yeah. My my wife couple years ago and man there's nothing like a godly wife oh, yeah man. nothing and she challenges me in so many ways but just in she's so um just a conscious of her own spiritual life and mm-hmm. so she'll she'll think about every year new seasons and stuff mm-hmm. well a few years ago uh, the lord put it in her heart uh, as one of her practices in the morning to to write down three things that she's grateful for mm-hmm. three days she did it every day wow she did it every day. So Which is for, exactly what the scripture says exactly, to do. And and what she would say if she was sitting here mm-hmm. right now is, you know, uh, some days it's easy to wake up and not be grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, some days some some days are hard. Mm-hmm. What do you do when the kids have been up all night? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do when they're you're seeing some great hardship personally or right. with people around you? But what it may what it helped her do, and honestly, it carried over into our family. We brought that to the dinner table. Wow. Yeah. You know, is to look and go, you know what? God's doing a lot on our behalf every day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the breath in our lungs, all yeah. those things. So let's praise him. You know, uh, what I've discovered, Kyle, is proud people aren't grateful. Mm. They're mm. just not. Uh, gratitude is one of the marks of a truly humble person. Yeah, that's right. Because a humble person yeah. knows who God is. Right. 
and knows who he is wow. and understands the difference. Wow. So they're going to be grateful. Wow. They're, they're going to they're going to look at every moment of the day and think, man, I'm here by the grace of God. This this blessing I have. Well, look at this. Look at this food on our table. Right. Where'd that come from? Came from God. Well, look at this car we're driving. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people in the world don't don't yeah. have. I've got. Where did that come from? Right. It came from God. Yeah. And so a humility is the precursor. It's right. the it's the seedbed for thanksgiving and Man. gratitude, isn't it? Well, you're just saying this, and it's come to my mind is pride. A, a proud heart says, "I deserve that." Oh, absolutely. I deserve that. You know, well, why it, didn't I get that? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't I get that? Yeah, why well, is he getting that and I'm not getting yeah. that? And, and if you flip the script on your own heart there and yeah. say, no, I'm going to be grateful in, for everything. Right. You know, I'm going to say, thank the Lord inside mm -hmm. of that. It, it helps set up the way that you see life mm -hmm. that all from him and for him. Yeah. That we're yeah. moving toward that. And, and just think, too, of the witness mm -hmm. of a grateful life yeah. and the witness of prayers of thanksgiving, right. uh, because it, 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 all of those are pointing up. Yeah. That, that, just, that just points you and everybody around you as you're praying right. up, mm -hmm. and that's the proper position we right. should be in. Well, we're back again, and this is Byron Paulus, and blessed to serve with the One Cry family. And today we've been uh, talking uh, about prayer, and I have a testimony today that I've been looking so forward to hearing myself in a fresh way, and for you to be able to hear. And it comes from um, uh, the, the son of one of the colleagues of mine for 45 years. Uh, you've heard of Steve Canfield, many of you and his wife, Debbie, and they had five boys and a girl, and one of their children, well, several of them are in the pastorate, and this one, Jeremiah Canfield, is currently a pastor, uh, but Jeremiah, thank you for joining us again today, and I'm so grateful that we get to chat here a little bit, so we're going to chat today about your childhood. How's that? We could do From that. From womb <laughs> until today, a little right. bit. I'm still a child <laughs> in comparison here. But uh, uh, I, I just remember, uh, and what's, you know, my family, your family, we were close proximity to each other. And what I always was so uh, excited about, thrilled about, and convicted of is the prayer life of your family. And I know it wasn't perfect. And uh, you weren't perfect. Your parents weren't perfect. But there was a home that really took seriously the opportunity of prayer. Yeah. And so I'd love for you to just share for families out there, especially families in ministry, those that are listening to this podcast that are pastors and wondering how in the world do we make time for prayer, even as a family. Just yeah. talk to us a little bit testimonially here, if yeah. you would, about what it was like to grow up in a home that really put a priority on prayer. No, it, it was. I, I'm grateful for my mom and dad. And uh, I'm grateful that my dad didn't just get up on a Sunday morning or throughout the week and talk about prayer and challenge other people to pray. Because where it really started was I knew my dad every morning got up and was on his knees praying. And mm -hmm. I think some of the things that are implanted in my mind that will never leave is I would walk out into the living room and see my dad on his knees praying. And I knew he was praying for me. I knew he was praying for my siblings and I knew it was real. And so that, that was huge for me. Um, okay. So I'm going to stop you. Yeah. Yeah. You said every morning. 
I, I every morning, well, I didn't always get up early enough to see him. <laughs> okay, I get it. Okay, okay. But every morning that I remember, um, I knew that's he amazing. Was, and um, I knew he was faithful to that. Um, I knew my mom was faithful to praying. She usually would sit at the table and um, I'd walk out there and see her. So it was something that wasn't just that they said, it was something they did. And, they, showed, and, they, and they didn't do it so that, you know, they're praise from us. No, they did it though. They showed us. And I, I do think even this practically for people in ministry to do your time with God in the living room, in spaces where your kids are going to see you do it. Wow. I don't know if my parents purposely did that, but that had a huge impact on my life. And it's something that I'm trying to model now in my family is doing my devotions sometimes in my living room or places that my kids, when they wake up, they come out and see too, that this is something that's important to daddy wow. because I saw that and it made a huge impact in my life um, mm -hmm. of knowing that my dad was there praying. Wow. So it's not like they knew 35 years later now that we'd be doing a podcast. Yeah. So they wanted to model it before you on this podcast. So it was yeah. real. It was uh, life. So it was you also good. mentioned there that you knew they were praying for you. How did you know they were praying for you? I knew they were. I'd say a couple of things. I think the other thing they did was each night before we go to bed, my dad would come and pray with us. Um, yes, being a ministry, schedules are weird, different meetings and different things. But one thing that we always did was we go to bed. Well, they tried to put us in bed most of the time. Eventually we would go to bed, um, but he would come and pray with us. And he would usually ask us, um, how can I pray for you? What's one prayer request? So I, I knew my dad knew what uh, was on my heart or knew the prayer request that I had. And, uh, and so I knew he would. And then I know for my mom, she always had a journal or had something and it had our names in it of just things that they would pray for us about. And so I knew they were praying for us. I knew they were praying for others. And, um, and that's comforting to know that your mom and dad are doing that. Okay. I remember Jeremiah, we'd get together on new year's Eve periodically. Yeah. You remember that as families and invariably, I remember your dad sharing yeah. that, um, we have a list yeah. every year. Is that right? Yeah, that's and right. They would make a new list every year. Yeah. But at the end of the year, he would share the answers to prayer from that previous year. Yeah. No, I remember my dad saying numerous times that um, one of the things that he tried to do is get us to see how God answers prayer because it builds our faith. And I'd say it did. You know, a lot of kids will go through their whole life and never have something they prayed for and saw God answer. And man, I had numerous of those. And what you mentioned is we would every New Year's Eve, we'd get down together as a family and we had a book and he, we would write down um, prayer requests for that year. And, and from, yeah, sometimes they were from a car to, uh, you know, save loved ones and uh, money for this or vacation. And sometimes they got, you know, we wanted a dog or, you know, something like that, but they would put those down and we would pray for those through that year. And it was so cool every year to see God answer so many of those. Now, there are some that we had to keep on. We said that goes on to next year. And there are some that we prayed for years upon years. But that was even more encouraging um, just to see God do it because I saw that God was real. And yes, I knew in my life that, yes, I could show you from the scriptures that God is real. I can show you from creation that God's real. But I'll tell you the one thing as a kid a teenager, young adult, I realized that I knew God was real because I prayed for stuff and God answered that. And okay. So you have an example, just give me one or two yeah, yeah. specific examples. Yeah. So one, I'd say my grandfather, um, he, we prayed for him for seven, eight years. He'd come to Christ. And um, every year we prayed for that, prayed for that. 
And on on basically a week or a couple of days before he passed away, he got saved. And that made a huge impact in my life because I'm like, man, this is something we prayed for and prayed for and prayed for. And, and there, right before he went to um, die, passed on, he gave his life to Jesus Christ. I'll never forget that because that shows me there's a God. He listened to my prayer. Um, we prayed for one other one. My dad loves telling the story and we do have, have a go-kart. And um, we prayed for a go-kart uh, numerous uh, at year for two and a half years. We prayed for a go-kart every night. And um, God answered that prayer. A small thing as a go-kart for some boys, but it showed us that God is real and that he is alive and he cares about us. So one of your best friends and my son was very glad growing up that you got that go-kart, by the way. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> and I'll say also, so just the passing that on. So I do that with my family now. And every New Year's Eve, we get together. We have a book that sits on our mantle. Um, that my wife and I actually did when we first got married before we had kids. So we have about 19 years worth of prayer requests in there of things that we've seen God answer and pray for and um, has been totally cool. And this year, one of them, we've been praying for a couple in our church that they would have a baby and they adopted a child, a little baby this year. And so I'm already excited about January 1st or <laughs> this next year because I get to get on that and write answer. And that one's been on there for years. And so I'm getting to pass on now to my kids. Hey, God's real. And I can look at them and say, listen, we pray God's real. He's answering these. And they can go pull that down off the shelf anytime and see that God is real. He's alive and that he answers prayer. So without specifics, I think if I'm remembering correctly and correct me if I'm not, um, but there was one for a season of time, at least there was one night a week that your family, even in recent years, would get together and pray. Uh, on the phone together on a on a phone call. Yeah. So uh, it didn't just stop when you left home. That yeah. on specific major issues, you yeah. would still gather and pray together as a family. Yeah. Yeah. My parents have never stopped seeing the importance of prayer and have been a challenge to me um, with that. It, it was a certain time that uh, I think it was ten o'clock every night for a while that we all set our alarms and, and were praying specifically for a, a specific thing. And um, I, even when my parents were, you know, we'd do it separately, but then when they were together, we'd with them, the alarms would go off at 10 and we'd stop and pray. And, and so it, it was something they continued to do. And that was a, a cool reminder of setting the time for something specific and praying for something in our family that was needed and, and something that we could gather our hearts together and pray together. And that's so incredible. Just the, uh, uh, process, the uh, systematicness of prayer. And I, I know I was sitting in a restaurant with your dad a couple of years ago, and I think more than once, and it's 7.14 p.m., his alarm goes off, and he says, yep. it's time to pray for Second Chronicles 7.14. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think he does that to this day. Yeah. Yeah. And even in a yeah. church service one time, it was uh, he was in a church <laughs> service, his alarm goes off at 7.14 as he's leading a congregation and a message, and he said, wait a minute, stop, let's pray. Then he picks up and continues his message. So <laughs> yeah. that's taking prayer pretty seriously right. to and be he, consistent and systematic yeah. in prayer. So, Jeremiah, let, let's close with just one word from you to other pastors out there who uh, struggle with being consistent in prayer because they're so busy and so many interruptions. And I think I know what you're likely to say, but what is it that you would leave with them to encourage them to keep it a priority? 
in their personal life or you want in their family? Pers- uh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> both. <laughs> both in their personal life. I'd say it has to be every morning as you get up. And that's something I saw my dad do. That's something I, I um, practiced my own. They taught me as a kid. And so that has to be the first. We have to start our day off every day saying, God, here I am. What are you up to today, God? I want to be part of that. And so that has to be. And I would say family-wise, it'd be at the end of the day is usually the best time that I found my parents did for us. And then I try to do it with my kids it is before they go to bed, just to go into their rooms and pray with them, bless them. And let that be part of their routine. Um, one of my daughters, she can't go to bed until I pray and bless her. And that, I want that. I enjoy that. And so it's a reminder for me um, and it's a reminder for them that this is important. So I would say book in your day with that. Start your day off with God, you, yourself. Don't, don't rush into a day without that. And then at night, spend some time. It doesn't have to be long. It's not like those are long prayers with my kids, but it is stopping and just saying, okay, God's important in our life. And before you go to bed, I want you to know that. Would you just take just a moment here? We're out of time, but just yeah. pray for all those who are listening to this podcast that uh, God would implant that in their heart as well, Jeremiah. Yeah. Father, I just thank you for your amazing grace, Lord. I thank you for being a God who's intimately acquainted in all our ways. And, and so, God, I, I do pray for the pastors and families, Lord, that are listening to this, Lord that you would give them an understanding of the importance of starting their day with you and getting on their knees and realizing we can't do anything without you. Mm -hmm. And God, give them also that understanding of showing their family, showing their kids that you are real and that you listen and that you want us to come to you boldly praying, asking, declaring who you are, praising you. And so God, I pray they would start some solid, um, just, Things, things, traditions in their life, Lord, in their family's life that will point their children themselves to you and all that they do. And we give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, as always, man, let's pray that in. Yeah. And we want to encourage you to join us uh, in this. And let's just pray thanking him. Yeah. Let's thank him for just mm-hmm. things. And we'll about and. Hey, you got things. Mm-hmm. Pray about things in your life. This big, this might launch you into a whole time with the Lord. And so. be and be specific. Yeah, Lord, not just. Uh, and I think just as a general rule yeah. in this Thanksgiving praying. Yeah, right. Is not just Lord, thank you for today. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Lord, thank you for this and this yeah. and this. And yeah. then the more you you uh, delineate that. Yeah. The the more you you realize everything I have <laughs> yeah, right. is from him. We could do this until we meet him. Yeah, and we should, and we will. Yeah, and right. we will forever. Yeah, right. let's pray. Father, uh, we're just so grateful. Mm-hmm. We're we're grateful for your word yes. that teaches us who you are. We're grateful for the Psalms, Lord, that uh, are just filled with thanksgiving and praise to you. We're grateful that you instructed us to declare your loving kindness in the morning and to sing of your faithfulness at night. We're grateful that you set up in your temple, Lord, uh, Levites, who every day would give praise and thanksgiving and likewise in the evening and models for us how we're to bookend our day with praise. And so, Lord, we just pray that you would teach us 
how to pray prayers of gratitude right. and thanksgiving. And then, Lord, just make us hum humble men mm. and women who realize mm. that, as David said, who am I and who are my people? Right. Uh, for everything comes from you, and even when we give, it's giving from your That's hands. Right. Yeah, Lord, I just I thank you for the people that are listening today. I thank you, Lord, that you are the good shepherd. Lord, we thank you that you know our lives, God. I thank you that you take moments like this mm -hmm. to teach us truths, Lord, that could radically reorient our whole perspective on life, mm -hmm. God. I thank you that you're a God that speaks. Mm. I thank you that you're a God that cares. Hallelujah. That you actually pull in close. God, I, I thank you that you are divinely, supernaturally at work in mm -hmm. every aspect of our lives. Lord, mm -hmm. what do we have that we've not received? Why mm -hmm. would we boast as those have not received it, Lord? Mm -hmm. So we just look at the whole of our life and say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for our families, our children, mm -hmm. our friendships, our mm -hmm. churches, Lord, that we're a part of. God, thank you for your goodness, mm -hmm. your loving kindness. Mm -hmm. your faithfulness, Lord Jesus. And I, I I pray, Lord, I think about in heaven, it, it says they cry out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And that they could do that every moment for a million years and would never see every aspect of your holiness. I pray in our prayer lives, Lord, that we would thank you. And as soon as we get done thanking you for one thing, we'd see another thing mm -hmm. that we could be grateful for. So I pray you'd help us to pray this way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, a thank you for mm -hmm. tuning in every week. And we just pray that the Lord is speaking to you. And, right. and I know he is. He, he wants to do stuff in our life. So take this truth today. We're going to uh, take this truth and apply it to your prayer life and then pass it on to somebody mm -hmm. else that it can encourage today. And then come back next week and we'll dive in and learn some more things about the kinds of ways to pray. See you next week.